This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, check, fellas, check, check. you got me? We're I'll back. I drove through a fucking catastrophic rainstorm, tornado warning to get here. Yeah, me and Chris were waiting for Joe, and we got text alerts said, warning, tornado warnings, seek shelter now. Yeah, a little alarming. And we said, what the fuck? You know Chris gets nervous. I was like, Chris, it's all right, don't worry. I started running down the basement. Yeah, he was like, put all blankets on top of him. I said, chill out. Blankets. Rich, Rich don't let nothing happen to nobody. But I think it passed here, but you hit it on the way home? Mm-hmm. You worked late. Mm-hmm. Nice. Joe's working in money. New York City late. <clears throat> I was just listening. Yeah, I'm eating a piece of pizza. I'm starving. Um, I was just listening to uh, Joe Rogan Yeah. And with uh, Teddy Atlas. That's great. Yo, I had, I had fucking... Teddy Atlas the hair on so my neck was funny. standing up when he was talking about. I like how uh, he says everything wrong. You're like, you know, Teddy Atlas, he's everything <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, like, he, but he's so smart at the yeah, same yeah, time. He's, totally. he, know, he has a big vocabulary. But he was talking about the Joe Lewis beating Max Schnelling for the world title yeah. and like how, the pressure that he was feeling. And yeah. oh my God, man. I, but I didn't know he went like down. He went down like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I thought he would just be talking shit. <laughs> it was pretty cool, man. I'm I'm halfway through it, so it, it sparked my love for boxing back up a little bit. Yeah, I see. There yeah. you go. You know what I mean? And that's what Joe said in the beginning. Teddy Atlas is like, there's no, like, there's no uh, nobody like to reignite the the love for boxing. And Joe said, "Well, you are." He's like, "This is what boxing needs is some people like you yeah. to talk about the importance." Yeah, because he of only it. gets like the after fight. Jobs on ESPN, nobody's watching. You know what I mean? And and he does something really cool, but not a lot of people see it. Yeah. Where he freaks out and yells, and he's yeah. mad about corruption, or he's mad about this, or he's whatever. Imagine you if know? HBO put him, gave him a contract to do big fights, or at least like big pay per views, put him on. They don't put him on. Yeah. But he's you know he's really highly opinionated. So, but how about his Tyson? What he said about Tyson? I didn't get to that part yet, but I heard uh, I heard that it's. it's I heard it's dope, but I didn't get to it. And then me and Craig from Sick of It All, as soon as he heard that, Craig jumped on Teddy Atlas's dick, agreeing 100% with everything he said. And I'm like, yeah, he's like acting like it's common knowledge. I, I, I said, Craig, you never said anything like this before. Now it's common knowledge because you heard Teddy Atlas say it. I'll tell you, you don't care if I tell you. Right? Basically, Teddy Atlas says Mike Tyson isn't one of the greats. Really? Because he has five losses. And outside of those five losses, he was never even tested. So every time he was tested, he lost. Jeez, man. That's stiff, no? Well, what Teddy Atlas says is he has no heart. He lacks heart. Every time when Hart would win the fight, like Evander Holyfield style or dudes that didn't have the skills but still won, Mike Tyson came up short. And he's right. He's right. But to me, it doesn't make him not one of the greats because... If there's, let's say there's 12 essential ingredients, strength, stamina, footwork, speed, endurance, blah, 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 and heart, Mike Tyson only lacked one of those ingredients. And it's an important one 
but it did get him the heavyweight championship belt to the world at the youngest age ever. Yeah, like his physical attributes and his pure like like hatred for you know what I mean? Like he just yeah. won on hate instead well, of hard. That's what a Ted, lot of Teddy Allen said it said that he don't even believe that. Yeah. You know, when people go and say, oh, Mike Tyson is a savage. He bit his ear off because he's a savage. He said, no, he wanted a way out because he didn't want to be tested. He knew he was losing, and he wanted a way out. He didn't want to finish that fight. He knew that would end the fight. That's why he did it. Huh. And it's true. Like, you know what I mean? Every time you needed heart to win, Tyson lost. But all the other, you know, ingredients he had, I you know, it was just, he I mean, was, he had boatloads, I would think, of the other Yes, you know, he did. But. So let's say there was guys who had heart, but they didn't have the speed or the power, and they had everything else. They couldn't have a career like Tyson. It's, I'm saying heart <coughs> is equally important as all those other ingredients. That, that's what Craig was yelling, saying, no heart's the most important. Well, okay, so you're saying Mike Tyson had no heart, okay, but he still became one of the most intimidating heavyweight champions of all time the youngest title holder at a heavyweight division and just by missing that one ingredient so therefore to me it can't be that important well you know what maybe you're looking at him at the pinnacle of his career maybe he just wasn't into boxing maybe he lost that the De- definitely edge. the, the last ones be, the, be bothered you know towards the end yeah there's like the last two he's doing it for money he's going through the motions but <clears throat> the first couple that he lost he was heartless, man. Especially the Evander deals. I, I know what Teddy Atlas is saying, but I still think Tyson's one of the greats. I think he's definitely one of the greats. Yeah. Like he's no Rocky Marciano, you know what I'm saying? One of the most feared. Yeah. Up know, until being up until exposed. Being exposed, yes. But he yeah. was up until then. Holy shit, man. That's what Teddy Atlas says you got to hear. He's like, and then all of a sudden, he had a guy across from him. <laughs> that guy didn't care how tough he was. He didn't care how hard he hit. He didn't care about this. He didn't care about that. He was a Vander Holyfield. He has something to prove. Huh. Well, <coughs> no, it's true, 100%. It's a, yeah, that's something. Teddy Atlas episode was dope. And then what happened after that? Vinny Paz episode. Did Holy you listen shit. to that one? Yeah, I did. That was great. It was awesome. It. You know, it's so cool. Two people. Yeah. We know two people that were on Joe Rogan podcast. That's true, man. That's and true. That's, I think that's pretty dope. It was like a little weird, cool. Uh, a couple, a couple of degrees of separation. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the clock is ticking, Joe. It's the only clock a is matter ticking. Of time. What will I talk about when I'm invited? Talk about carpentry. Yeah, and sheetrock. Yeah, let them know what's going on in the inside. Not a Vinny Paz episode was really good too. Real good, and. uh and then Joe Rogan, uh, I was listening to something today. He has like two dudes about a ketogenic diet and some other dude. I'm like, this is the boringest shit. This is just like. They were debating, right? Like a Sort of, but. Like a plant-based thing versus What kind of men thing? sit there and debate about diets? You know what I mean? That's what I was like the whole time. I'm like, are you serious? Would you say that's is feminine? It feminine? It's, yeah, it's feminine. That's feminine. That's feminine. And he's like, I'm inspiring a whole generation of bodybuild. Like, that, that's these fruity bodybuilder dudes that are all, you know how like every third dude's profile picture is them deadlifting? Mm-hmm. You notice that now? It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? What the fuck? Of all, of all the things that get into you, you're getting into deadlifting? 
It makes no sense to me. And then he's talking about diets all day. But yeah, it was such a boring episode. I can't get down with that. <clears throat> Fishing, uh, dieting, weightlifting. Like, come on. This is stuff that you do on your own. You don't talk about it. You don't talk about fishing. Who wants to fucking hear about you fishing or, or hear about you bodybuilding? Oh, my God. I, well, it's not the most. You, you ever watch having to be like out in the woods on a hike or something? You watch someone fish and like, I know it must be very relaxing for them, but it's boring as fuck to watch. Like you walk well, about trying to hike as fast as way as I can. Oh. The last time I was at the beach, there was somebody doing like surf fishing. You know, they stand like on the on the, whatever they stand like yeah. on the beach and they just try to catch shit right from the beach. And. So I'm like floating in the waves. Yeah. Oh, you hear that? Yeah. It got here. <coughs> nah, we're good. It's past 7:45. That was the warning. So the uh, I'm watching this guy as I'm floating in the waves, and I, and he's fishing and he's fishing and he's fishing, and I'm just watching him, waiting for him to catch something. Yeah. He didn't catch nothing. He didn't catch anything. He's just he, in like an hour, and he yeah. just threw this thing out continuously. Threw this thing out. Yeah. And uh, I, it must be something in like just the. It's not the catch, Joe. It's the process. It's the process. But you know how like if, if you if you swing a baseball bat and you connect with a baseball, it just feels cool when you just like the feeling of connecting. Yeah, it's all right. Or like I mean, hitting so. a golf ball just perfectly flush. I never did that. I don't or know. Uh, I don't know anything like yeah. throwing a football and you just yeah. get a perfect spiral. Or landing a right hook right on somebody's fucking chin. Or that. Seeing them twist and their eyes turn to X's. But when you do a, a motion, <laughs> like a, re, a repetitive motion, yeah. it kind of it just feels good to do that yeah. thing over and over. So yeah. I, I guess that must be yeah. the appeal of fishing. It feels reflexive. If when, you're not catching anything. When I was a little anything, kid, I wanted to try fishing. I did it and I was like... It's boring. You know what I mean? I need action, baby. Listen, I went fishing years ago with my father, and we were fucking, he went to go cast, and he smashed a hornet's nest. Wow. And they fucking came out, and they bit the fuck out of both of us. We were running. Like he hit the hornet's nest with like the He, he went to like pole? arc back. It was like, it was like wow. Boop. And all of a sudden, it's like, that's like a mad Joe move. It is like a mad Joe move. And they started biting the fuck out of all of us. <laughs> so my mother's like, what the hell is going on? She was like, sitting at like a picnic bench. Did you tell her to get out of there? We were like, get out of here, run. And she just, you know, she took off. And they, I ran. They went in like, whatever. My father was spraying himself. I ran. Yeah. I jumped into the fucking lake. Holy and they were still biting me <laughs> as I jumped into the lake. Wow. Get they bit the shit out of us. How many times you got bit, you think? I got on my neck. I had the three big bites on my neck. Like, my neck wow. started to swell. And then on my back. So they just wouldn't. They just latched Holy on. And they just started chewing. Yeah, I went and jumped right into the water. I got massacred once by bees once. I don't know if I ever told the story. When I was a little kid, we had this abandoned old ass car in my like driveway where we were. Oh, yeah, a nest right inside there, huh? And I was like on the thing. I got home. I get home for first from school. Nobody's home, and I was the youngest. And that would be my boat. I would play like that was my boat. You yeah, know yeah. Like the car was my boat. And, you know, all around it was the ocean. I'm like, you know, I'm acting like this rough waters and shit. And then <laughs> oh, no. I just dropped, like, to the hood. And then all these fucking bees come out of, like, the grill, the front grill. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Just hit my face. They were, like, not on our boat. Like, 9, 10, 11 bites right on my face. And I'm like, ah, and I run in the house. And then my brother gets home next. He walks in, and he almost, like, fainted because my head was, like, a pineapple like fucking Holy crazy shit. yeah man they, they rip you up man yeah my and all swollen he couldn't tell an ear from a nose you know what i mean I was, oh my yeah, god yeah i was mangled but yo, uh yo, i got <laughs> no, fucked, bees don't play yo i got fucked up within you know the last 12 years like that in hemlock yeah i had uh my we just got my one of my dogs my german shepherd and she's probably just playing she ran into the woods 
And all of a sudden, she starts like yelping and screaming and rolling around. You're a pussy dog. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? So I go and I, I go into the woods and I grab her, and she must have stumbled on like a, a nest in the ground wow. upon a log. And I was like, by the time I scooped her up and got it and got out of the house, I, they were all over, man. The dog was swell, like her stomach was swelled up. They were biting the fuck out of me. You didn't get bit? I got to ship it out oh, of me. Oh. My, my mother had to take the hose. This yeah. is what, right? She's I was like, get the fucking hose. I'm yelling. Yeah. And she takes the hose and starts blasting us with the hose to get them off. They just would not come off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> vicious. I went back later with smoke and I smoked those motherfuckers up. So they yeah. would just get, they would get dimwitted and I put some gas and Ooh, I burned, you burned those it? motherfuckers. Wow. Yeah. wow. I burned That's a hard them, move. Okay, now check it out. We hard know we know Joe's paint. famous story about paintball. Yes. Where his own head went into a fucking nest. He got bit multiple times. I just said I caught it in the face 12, 13, 14 times. You caught it. Then we're in Europe with our drummer. He gets a tiny little bee sting. He talks about it for the next four days. He has to go to the hospital. Come on, dude. Do you understand why I was upset with him? Joe, please. Chris, if you were there, your heart would have been broken. How a member of Wisdom and Chains handled a bee sting. Drove, driven uh, to the hospital by Belgians. Yeah, and he's laying in the back like he got shot. Like You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yo, I, put, I gave him wow. some stuff to put on it. It's like a, our friend Bert. His brother is a beekeeper. Yeah, isn't that crazy? He's a fucking beekeeper. Yo, that's a good thing to do, though, man. That motherfuckers are dying off. Yeah. I, mean, Yo, I don't believe Joe, it. Like, I don't believe it. There's bees everywhere <laughs> in Europe. There's so many fucking bees. I don't Yo, believe he gave that. Joe all different kinds of uh, honey. Oh, no shit. He yeah. has his own. Wow. Well, listen. Yeah. Well, he gave, he gave me uh, this stuff called Bee Palace, which is like a bee antibiotic. Mm-hmm. And uh, t- it's a crazy tasting thing it's crazy but he said you could rub it on like a like a if you have like a cut or something or like a rash you could put it on there or you could just drink it and uh i put some on luke's bee sting yeah and it turned like purple immediately wow and he's oh, like he's allergic? Yeah! yeah he's like <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, but it turned it made it burn like immediately and he uh, was freaking out that was the joe that was, you made it worse that was before he went to the hospital joe you made it more worse sir and then, uh, yeah, it was like a definitive purple mark, big purple wow, mark on his arm. what a mess. So, I don't know. Maybe it was real. I don't know. Yeah, Bert's brother hooked you up with all types of fuck. Yo, Bert's parents, what a dinner they made us. Yo, know. that was outstanding. <coughs> we had a sick Belgian dinner. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was beautiful. That the was first awesome. thing she gave us was some kind of tomato soup. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that really refreshed me right there, baby. I would I was, call it like a tomato bisque. Yeah, you, you, she gave me that, and I was like ready for battle after that. You know what I mean? But then I kept on eating, and then I was ready for a nap. But if I would just had that soup, I could have, I could have fought. She a fight. made like a little chicken cordon bleu thing, like yeah. a breaded piece of chicken cordon bleu. Oh, that's good, man! Right? Yeah. Oh my god! Great family. He's got little a little like uh, the thing that was kind of like a like a caniche, sort of like yeah. a little potato. Roll that was breaded and fried. Yeah, they fry a lot Crazy. of stuff. The Belgians, I like that. Uh, she gave us some chocolate because I challenged Belgium superior Belgium's uh, chocolate superiority. I said I think Hershey's is dope. And, and she then I think we mentioned Swiss chocolate, and they got upset. Too. Yeah, she got she gets really angry if you challenge their their expertise in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, you know Hershey's chocolate is is it's different. It's not that great. It's but just it's like what, what I we're used to. It's what I grew yeah. up and with, and what I'm used to. So if I have like, uh, I'm just craving a Pennsylvania product. Pennsylvania product, a fine chocolate product. Mm-hmm. I'll eat a Hershey's bar, just a plain ass Hershey's bar, I like with or almond. Hershey's bar with almond. Yeah, I like that. Hershey's kisses. Now listen, if I get a plain Hershey bar and I, I, I then I go get peanut butter, 
Oh, you dip it? Yeah. You dip. It's, it's incredible. Because just the thing by itself, yeah, it's kind of more of a, it's not bitter, but it's it's milk chocolate on the way to being bitter. Right. Where a lot of the European chocolate is just super sweet. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so I can see the difference. I, I know why people like it. Plus, it's PA all day. You know, I think they changed the recipe from when That's we were I kids heard. recently, right? Yeah. Really? Mercies. I think it, it changed, man. Yeah, they're, they're making it in Mexico. Know. I'm going to have to go. Uh, I don't know. Like, do that's some why I sample. I haven't some had a shit Hershey bar in a minute. They're making it in Mexico now. But, yo, since yo, we last been on, it's been a long time. But I, w- I want to tell you guys something. Oh, what happened? Tobin told me the other day. Tobin is Joe's brother-in-law, our great friend. A good old friend of ours. And... Uh, he said something that blew my mind. He always does. I'm okay. going to tell, tell you something later since you said that. All right. We all are familiar with the Philadelphia cheesesteak. Yeah. It's a classic. Course. We love it. It's a classic sandwich. Yeah. World renowned. Loved all across the world. Yeah. Why isn't there a version of that made from ground sausage? Can you imagine a sandwich where you take sausage and chop it up like a cheesesteak mm. and put cheese, maybe some sauce, some mushrooms, peppers, whatever you like, like, like a gravy. but a sausage version of a cheesesteak. I can imagine it's something similar to that. The most obvious fucking thing in the world. Like, we talk about like ground sausage. Yeah. Wow. Like the kind you put in a stuffed pepper. Yes. You take mm. that, you fry it in a pan, chop it nice and, you know what I mean? So it's like crumbles or whatever. Mm. And you put it. On a fucking a, a roll. sweet sausage or a whatever spicy? you want. Imagine that you could have a spicy one, you could have a sweet one, you could have your own. You could make your own sausage just for the sandwich. Like like if you owned a little sandwich shop, yeah. you could get a butcher to make sausage to yeah. the taste, the flavor you yeah. want. That would be perfect for the sandwich, and you can make it perfect just for, for a, the sandwich for this type of. Uh, you know, application. And I never thought of that in my yeah. 41 Yo, years of life. And that, it blew man. my mind. And I'm like, what do you got, Chris? I have, you know, the spe- you know the when we do sausage bolognese? Yes. We take that, right? You put that with a little bit of a little bit of marinara sauce on it with uh, fresh, mush- uh, fresh mozzarella. And you put it on like a, a fucking bun. Like you did? You, you saying I you did do that? that? I've, I've done that, yeah. There you go. And it's, that's it's what, fucking that's, good. It's like, it's like a sausage parmesan, but better. You dude, know, you why isn't this? On it it's good. Why isn't this imagine being like we promoted start, on the streets? Imagine we started a food truck and we sell a sandwich called the Tobin. Dude, the Tobin. It, that's it. Tobin. That's the Tobin. And it's just a Damn. sausage. It's a variety of different sausage yeah. sandwiches. A sweet, a spicy, and an Italian. Yo, this could change everything. It could make Pennsylvanians even fatter than we, we already are. <laughs> That's that's a ew. It's good, man. That could be how good could that be, man? Would you put? Would you put? What kind of cheese would you put? I put American. Yeah, I would go with American. With sausage. Think of it. Just think first. I know we're used to a little provolone, maybe some mozzarella, but think about American. I think that could work with a spicy sausage. That could be really good, man. Yo, just a dash. If it melts right, Yo, if not, it's a good American, not the kind that turns into like plastic. No, real American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you kind you get sliced oil. at the deli. Yeah. So imagine this. The, you don't put sauce on it like a giant ladle of sauce. So it's, it's dripping drizzling. out of it. You put it on the bread first so it just soaks into the bread. So it mm. makes the bread a little reddish. You know what? I wonder what Luke Rorter would think about that, that approach. He would already change it and add goofy stuff and 
I don't know. I think this sandwich is a winner. The Tobin is a winner. I would. I would. How about if, like, when you're when you make the sausage, and you got the gravy in there, like, boom, you mix it all together, and just do that. Put that that on there. Yeah, you could do that. Like, put a because big that's sloppy one thing mess about right sausage, in there. Could be, it gets dry? Yeah, almost. You you mean almost kind of like a sloppy Joe, almost? Yeah, but you know what? A sloppy like toe. a cheesesteak. Yo, a sloppy toe. A, a real good cheesesteak. You know how. All the beef is is saturated and mixed with the melted cheese, right? And that keeps everything moist. So, would you do that with the ground beef sausage? With the ground, that's sausage? what I'm picturing. Is like it has the okay, cheese so is mixed in with it. A nice tomato sauce with the cheese mixed in, mixed together, thrown on a perfect hero or hoagie, whatever you want to call it. Nice. That's toast that's roll. important though. The rolls are really important. It's almost as important as the sausage. Yeah. It is probably more it important. Could be a honestly. mess without a good without a good. Yeah, I like that because idea. you have delivery mechanism. You, I've had a cheesesteak that it doesn't matter. I, I can't even think about what the meat tastes like because the bread. If the sucks, bread is crap, falling yeah, apart it's over, and it's, it's like dried or something. If the bread is crap, it's over. You gotta have good bread. You know, I you know the place Govinda's and um that yes. has a chicken cheese vegan chicken cheesesteaks. Yeah, yeah. They're almost always out of rolls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when they aren't, they got a good fucking roll. That place is good. Yeah. But anyway, you said Tobin, he says ingenious things. Yes. One time he said to me, he was going through some stuff. He said, Rich. I said, yeah, Tobe. So let me tell you something. I said, what? This is what he said, Chris. You could be with your girl for 10 years. Everything's fine. You send her to the store to get some broccoli. A guy walks by her, smiles at her the right way. It's over. He's a wise Just man. Like that. She'll come home to you. Sh- something will be off. She'll be a little quiet, and she'll say, how come you don't smile at me the way you used to? And right there, you know, it's over. Just like that. That's all it takes these That's days. How That's how all it takes. crazy the female mind works. And to this day, we call that... The Captain Kirk mine. Oh, no. We call oh. it the Tobin Broccoli Theory. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you meant the other thing. That's, the TBT. That's, I tell sure. everybody, right? Don't I tell everybody about yeah, that? Yeah, No, it's a classic Now, Tobin. I say when I Tobinism. break it down, I say, for the most part, the woman has the Kirk mind, and the man has the Spock mind. Okay, to put it in layman's terms, people that understand science. And the Kirk mind runs on emotion. It runs on the it here does. and now. The Spock mind runs on logic. Got reactions. Not so science. Keep that in mind. All right, everybody. I thank you, Tobin. Are you a Kirk yeah. or a Spock? A Spock mind. That was my uh, con voice. Yo. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk. I wish to hurt you. <laughs> I will leave you as you left me, as you left her, marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet, buried alive. Yeah. Buried alive. What a great scene. They were like hard, those Kirk. dudes, man. Yeah. Remember when they? I mean, do you remember the on the original series when they they brought them back to life? Like, got them out, suspend yeah. the animation. Yeah, and they, they were, were like, like genetically, super, genetically manipulated enhanced. to be like superhumans. Yeah, but it made them nuts. Yeah, it's wow. too, they couldn't handle yeah, it. Great Star Trek ahead of their time. Yo, Not like you know that Star Wars little kid goofy shit with a fucking robot that beeps and everybody can understand them. Come on, how do you understand a beep? <laughs> yeah, I love in old movies the the. Like the the strong men who were like the like the badasses back yeah, yeah, then, yeah. and their bodies are all funny looking, yeah. like compared to like <laughs> they never <laughs> have like a trap. <laughs> yeah, they it's have no like traps. a straight collarbone. They just have like a giant broad ass kind of like flabby looking chest. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a different time. I would be killing it back then. Oh, man. yeah. Back my then, body, we'd be like superhumans. I would I would be no shame walking around with no shirt anywhere. Yeah. People would be yeah. like, my uncle my was really God, into what a weight specimen. You know, and he would collect like some memorabilia like you know, before he died. And he showed me some stuff. He said, check this out. And he showed me something from like maybe the, the late 40s of like w- exercises people were doing. And it was preposterous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, you know, the, the guy's holding like a fucking, like a full, you know, full fucking uh, giant barbell with one hand, like trying to pick it up in some awkward way that would just blow your back out and everything. And it's just, it was ridiculous. The exercise they suggested. That you yeah, know, like the old barbells that had like the balls on the end. Yeah. The big, That's like, what, exactly what it was kind of like. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like a circus barbell. Right? Yeah. yeah like. You can only lift it if you're wearing a singlet. Yeah. With a, with a handlebar mustache. Every once in a while, though, you see a monster shoes. back then. Remember that guy? That boxer Primo Canero or whatever what what was a crazy name? freak. Yeah, that dude was because he was like a monster for back dude. then. Yeah, and yeah, but most even the pro athletes were like it was just different. I don't they know how they like trained. A, they looked like a, an average high school athlete. The the pro athletes yeah. back then. It wasn't like a, there was no like sports medicine science. Yeah. I don't think uh, Jack Johnson when he was a heavyweight champ, he was like they called him like a giant or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember what his nickname. It was like Black Giant or something yeah. like that. Of but course. he was like six one. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't even that big. Six one. Like now, you got the Kalichkos and the fucking Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder. These guys yeah, are legit monsters. Humongous. Yeah, did you? Remember, I remember you guys were talking at one point on the podcast about like what like a linebacker would have looked like thirty five years ago. Yeah, compared to the dudes today, it's just like it looks like little kids. Yeah, against uh, you know. Just dudes who were like and, investments. And the, you but know, there like, was huge monsters, people, you know? right? There was giant people. But what were they doing with their lives? Yeah. Like, why weren't they playing sports? I, I don't know. Like, who fucking knows? Well, the farming system, the high school sports programs, they all got better with time. They pulled people in. You might have had a big, oaf, dumb, six foot eight, 390-pound high school kid in Iowa that never even seen a football back then. You know what I mean? So it's a yeah. different time. There was a pitcher, a really gigantic uh, baseball pitcher. Uh, uh, his name was Rube something or other. Rube. That's a hell of a name right there. <laughs> yeah, R-U-B-E, Rube. But he was like, he was humongous. But he was like, uh, like he had the mind of a child. Like Master Blaster. So, yo, he would be throwing, he would be pitching on the mound. And if a fire truck. Drove by like a out. siren, he would freak out and chase the fire truck. Get like, the, the black dog, I swear to Get God. Get out of here. No, Yo, way. no, I'm not bullshitting, man. He would leave and run and chase the fire truck. Wow. And That's so, insane. but he still knew how to pitch. And he could pitch like crazy. He had like a crazy <laughs> arm and he would like That's awesome. do things to show off for people all the time. Yeah. I got to look this guy's name up. But uh, God forbid a fire truck passes. Yo, he would. Uh, what if the, the opposing fans just brought whistles to the stadium? I think they used right? to do things like that. They used to do stuff to distract them, and wow. he would go fight fans. Wow. What year is this? This might be the coolest Hold guy ever. Hold on a second. I got to look this up. Let me see here. <coughs> Rube. Rube the whistle hater. That's exactly like Master Blaster. Right? When he is blew it whistle. life imitating art? Yeah, that was the way uh, imitating life. they took down Master Blaster yeah, with that whistle. Yeah. yeah. Rube Waddell. That's it. Rube Waddell. That's crazy. W-A-D-D-E-L. Let's see here. Let's look this shit up right here. Yeah, look at this guy's face. Oh, my God. Insane. He no. looks like a family guy cartoon. He's like the, amid the missing link. Look at this guy. Wow, man. Holy crap. Rube Waddell. What a horror story that fucking Let's see guy. here. 
He was born Octo- October 13th, 1876. Died April 1st, 1914. I'm no mathematician, but that's got to be about 40 years. What's that, Chris? Like, I don't know. How much Who is knows? that? Let's Who go knows? 40. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he was like in his early 38, 40s. 48, 48, I don't know. He Where wasn't was he very old. Um, Southpaw pitcher in the major leagues. He pitched for Louisville Colonels, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. The Chicago Orphans. But where was he from? The Chicago no. Orphans was a team. That's, That's such hard. a thing? That sounds like a gang. <laughs> That's crazy. And uh, he pitched for the Philadelphia Athletics, St. Louis Browns. The guy got around for 40 yeah, years old. That's it. Does it say where he was, he was born? He was born in Bradford, Pennsylvania. Of course. Yeah, he's of one course. of our own. You ever see the, the mayor of Bradford? No. No. I think that he's from. Google the mayor of Bradford, Pennsylvania. You'll see if it's the guy I think it is, is another <clears> monster. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Yo, he so was, did he have a handle on to follow him around? Like, how did I love you? This, this, this is how good he was. He, he was a triple crown. Winner in 1905, American League wins leader in 1905, two times ERA leader 1900 and 1905, six times American League strikeout leader uh, from 1902 to 1907, and uh, he's in Philadelphia Baseball Hall of Fame. Nice. Uh, let's see if I can find some crazy shit about him on here. <laughs> I listened to a boy. podcast about this guy on a podcast called The Dollop. Uh, it's a comedy podcast about like forgotten. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you even know this fucking forgotten guy? American history? Uh, <laughs> he, at the age of three, it's a, the bi- his biographer Alan Levy wrote. He was a decidedly different sort of child. Ah, At yes. age three, he wandered over to a local fire station and stayed for several days. Waddell did not at attend. Three? <laughs> Waddell did not. A- yeah, but at, that's like the equivalent of like 13 back then. You know? But the, what were the firemen doing with him? Like they're like. He's looking at him like. A three-year-old here. Nobody Torturing him. Making him go into fires. Wow. Waddell did not attend school very often, but he was considered to be literate. <laughs> Consider. Okay. He strengthened his arm as a child by throwing rocks at birds he encountered yes. while plowing the family's land. That's PA. That's he PA also style, worked so. on mining and drilling sites as a youngster, which helped his conditioning. Not as long as I'm sure. No, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, Jesus. Yeah, if you can, listen to the Dollop podcast, D-O-L-L-O-P. The about uh, about Rube Waddell, Just George look at his Edward Waddell. Yo, use this picture for the uh, the episode. Okay, the next yeah, episode. good idea. Yeah, what a people need to see. Face. Yeah, this guy's like a looking. horror movie. Like he's a serial killer. He's he's part. Who's the who's the actor that that broke his back that played Superman? Oh man, Christopher Reed. Christopher Reed. He's Christopher Reed meets Corky from the Wonder Years. Wow, that right? is an interesting mix. Yeah, he looks like Christopher Reeves, but just like a fucking twisted version of yeah, it. Yeah, dude. That's a bad dude. Like, if he had a really ugly brother. Kind of like Bizarro Superman. Yeah, like Christopher Reeves <laughs> and his brother Bizarro Lawrence Reeves. This, this guy is the Bizarro Superman. Wow. Oh, my God. Yo, no, no. Now, imagine him with, like, a super, like a black Superman yeah, cape, like you know? Yeah, like an evil version. Yeah, yeah like evil version, for sure. 
He has a goatee. See, Put a goatee on him. You know when they take picture of me, you know how I never look at the camera and I always do that pose? I'm keeping that old school thing alive. Like, see that? 19th I love century that pose. style. It's funny in old pictures, they never smiled. It's no. like they were, they purposely don't smile. Yeah. Like it's that hard. would ruin the picture shit. if somebody smiled. Mm, I guess, right? Who knows? What the fuck are you smiling about? It's the Great Depression. All right, let's go back. Since the last time we had a podcast, we did a few things. We played Tsunami. Did you have fun? Yeah. Tsunami Fest. Always. First yeah, Christmas, awesome. had a Christmas time, man. first show back. True, true. Was it Christmas first show back? Or yeah. Did you play one before yeah, that? Yeah, man. That was it, man. And then this Saturday, we got One King Down in Albany. Yes. That All Out good. War. Yo, over 500 pre-sales already. Damn. Awesome. Yo, there's so many dope shows going on that day. I know. I'm like, I'm glad that this show is like selling Me well too. Already. I was like, mm. because there are so many really crazy dope and, shows and within like not three too hours far away there. from each other. Yeah. Hmm. What else besides Life Agony Trapped Under Ice? Is another one? Uh, yeah, there's a lot. I can't. I can't. I don't even know the the list. But I was just yeah. like looking around. And yeah, it's like, rough. There's a I lot mean, of options that day. And no, and uh, I saw Luke got to go to the uh, Jimmy G benefit. Yeah, that's cool. None of you guys got to go. No, I didn't. I was actually not a chance to work on that day too. But, oh, that yeah. sucks. You could have no, just crazy. hopped right down there. I was gonna go, but I already made plans to go see. I saw Gorilla Biscuits and Modern Life is War in that Chicago. That so dope. It was dope. Modern Life is War sounded great, and Gorilla Biscuits just blew the place up. It was yeah, good. that's awesome. Awesome, man. man. But before Tsunami, you know who I saw live? Who? Immortal Technique, Jedi Mind Tricks in that's Philadelphia. That's so cool, man. That Very was impressive. It. It was, that it was, was sold good. out, wasn't it? I think. I don't know. That was at Union Transfer? It was at Union Transfer, yeah. It was packed. I mean, I don't know because I, I luckily I had a hookup. I got in. But I'm pretty it, sure that was sold it out. It totally could have been. It was packed. You know, I've been to a lot of shows. It was it was packed. I didn't try to buy a ticket, so I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> Mortal Technique was great. You know, I love Mortal Technique. But he was he was very funny, and he's kind of like you know you don't. He was like every after every song, complete stop, talking, joking around. You know what I mean? But it was good. But then when Jedi Mind Tricks came out, Vinny Paz killed it. I seen. I was telling Chris. I saw Public Enemy many times. I saw Wu Tang. I saw, who did I see? I saw Ice Cube, Ice T, KRS One. Paz killed them all. Wow! He killed them all. Left them for dead. That's high praise, man. High praise. Dead. Not listen, right? And he just put out a new album the same day Terror came out. I bought both of them on iTunes. And the Terror album was only five ninety nine on iTunes. Yeah, it's crazy. I think That's I awesome. paid wow, man for that on the presale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so, it's uh, worth it. It's fucking <laughs> great awesome. album. But New Vinny Paz is also. It's like, how does this guy put out so much stuff? You know how? Because he fucking dedicates time every week that's to what, writing. That's what I try to get you guys to do. You don't want to do it. I do that shit, bro. bro you fucking look. Chris shit, is bro. laughing at me. I do <laughs> that shit, bro. But yeah, it's great. Both of those albums are great. That new Terror is all. I mean, I'm loving it. No, you know what? That opening track is fucking vicious. Yeah, opening track is track's crazy. My favorite is track six, In Spite of These Times. It's great, called. That's great my favorite song. one. The title track's really dope. One issue, there's some cool leads on there, right? Very cool leads. But they're leads. buried. I, t- I texted Jordan. I said, what's up with these leads, what man? Who's doing these leads? It's Scott crying no, about it. No, it's Jordan doing these leads. Yeah, man. but I'm saying, who's, who's making it buried in them? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I bet it's Scott. Say, you know, I want to but you know what? I hear, I hear them. They sound cool. I would definitely have tried to. I would have jacked them up, up and made them, like, made them b- yeah. pop. Turn them up. Yeah, yeah. It's not like there's vocals going on at the time. You know, Jordan's really good guitar player. Yeah, he's, he's good. He knows his shit. He knows what's up. 
You got Dino Martino, Baby Marino. He's in oh, there. Baby Marino. The you know, holding it down. That's a great band. Listen. In the in the annals, I don't like saying that word because it sounds too much this. like annals. Yes. In the anal. In the anal of wisdom and chains, Martin, Baby Mar- Baby Marino yeah. goes down as, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. He goes down as a saint. He's a savior. Yeah. Yes. For, for those that don't know. We had a last-minute issue where our bass player, Evan, was going through some bad things. And at the very last minute, maybe a day before, two was, days? Yeah, maybe two days, yeah. He couldn't do a tour with us over in Europe. There was like a three-week tour. With terror. With terror. Big tour. And we want to, you know, sound good because we're playing with the Gs. So we're like, oh, shit. What are we going to do? I said, listen, guys. We don't got time. We're not going to find a bass player. We're going to do two guitars, do what we can, have a good time, blah, blah, blah. We go over there, and they're like, no bass player? What happened? I couldn't make it. And Scott was like, let Martin, let Martin do it. He'll do it. Remember? And I was like, I don't want to ask anybody to do it. That's like a burden. Then he's got to play two sets. He's the headlining band. He wants to, you know, he wants to play with us, get all sweaty, fucked up, sit, sit out, and then come back, you know? And then all of a sudden, Martin said, no, I'll do it. And in my head, I'm like, how the fuck are you going to do it? Like, you know, he took one day. He learned all the songs. He just sat in the corner with headphones on and, and a bass. And I personally didn't show him one thing. Maybe you showed him a couple things. I don't know. It was, if anything, it was very minimal. Like and then he just stepped on stage everything. with us and played. And by the second and third show, he was doing backups. We weren't even writing a set list anymore. He was going off whatever. Incredible. Yeah, he Yo, is, that he dude is, uh, is the fucking yeah. man. Yeah, he and is the man. I also want to send a shout out to our friend Leonard who lent us that bass. Yeah. Yeah. The whole tour. Spender he just Aerodyne. Yeah, that was that I was yeah, really not, fucking. Well, you know cool, what, man. people just like our last this tour. This last tour, uh our boy uh uh Croft sent sent us uh lent us a, a guitar. Yeah, because we had a filling guitar player, Chris couldn't do it. Mike's guitar never got off the plane. From the first day, the first day, Madball gave him a backup guitar. The second day, these dudes said, "Cold hey. hard truth, baby." They said, "Here, use this guitar." At at the end of the show, they're like, "You got anything?" They we're like, "No." They're like, "Keep it for the whole tour." That's awesome, yeah. unbelievable. unbelievable. Shout out to our boy Crawl from uh, Cold Dead. Uh, no, what did I say? Cold hard truth. And you know what? Remember, we having uh, Dead. at the end of that show, he was like a little drunk. Was he, and we were talking about the podcast. Yeah. And then the other dude, that was he from Finland? Yeah. The big dude, he came. We had a really good podcast discussion. We had a good debate, nice, man. Dudes like, were, yeah, they want, you know, they wanted to talk about the topic of hitting kids. Ah. And, and my stance with Joe's stance. Yeah. My stance is fantasy and, you know, to agitate. Joe's is a truthful, honest <laughs> stance. But, uh, no, it's funny when you see people, how serious they take things. Sure. That we... we don't really think of it as like a serious discussion. Well, yeah. sometimes we do. Sure, yeah, sometimes yeah. for sure we do. But like sometimes they can't. They can't like. You, it's hard to tell like the nuances. Yeah, in, they don't at this table while we're sitting we're here talking. Around, yeah. And like the the things that you might we could say with dead seriousness and scowls on our face, but knowing inside that this is like yeah. in jest, you know. Yeah, but, but they uh, they had but they had two different perspectives on it, and. It was a good. It was a good one after dude, show. Debate. Podcast, one dude works with kids. That yeah. was crazy to hear him talk about it. He, he was said, adding scientific uh, facts and statistics to my fantasy argument. Yeah, 
crazy. But then the other dude was adding real world scenarios. Yeah. You know, no, it was good. It was, it was, uh, it's cool. And uh, Ray said at Tsunami, he's like, yo, four people pulled me over to take pictures for the podcast. So Ray's enjoying his awesome his, his man. podcast. Uh, I love it because somebody came up to me at Tsunami, probably one of those people, but yeah. somebody was like, yo, uh, is that Ray from the podcast? Yeah. Like, that's him. That's, that's him. Hear that oh, voice. that's great, man. And they're like, I thought he was black. No, no, that's just, uh, he's Irish. But no, yeah, Tsunami was fun. I thought the lineup was weird. The lineup was too weird. You know what? Bleeding through uh, at a tsunami fest. It don't make any sense. You make the best of it that you can. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like you can't really control everything. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was fun. Once you agree to do it, that's it. People were drinking hard, bro. Yeah, people were fucking drinking hard. That's that's the crowd you at tsunami. You got to cater to. So why bother with a bleeding through? No offense to them, even though I heard they got a little snippy about something. Evan was up there charging his phone. Did he tell you the story? Yeah. It wasn't the band guys, though. It was like they're like, so what? Dude. Get a new fucking guy. And some guy says, uh, excuse me, um, who are you with? Right there, Evan should have said, mind your fucking business, cunt. Who are you with? But he said. Who the fuck are you with? So bro? Evan said in Evan's voice, um, I'm with Wisdom and Chains. That's my <laughs> Evan's voice. And I said, oh, well, this, is, uh, this area is reserved for only bleeding through. And then Evan was just like, No. I'm staying here to charge my phone. So Evan fought like a like a rebel, like a black woman sitting in the front of the bus. Yeah, I'm not moving. Rosa, he was our Rosa Parks. That Evan day. Parks, baby. <laughs> Evan parked his ass right there, and he charged his phone. But uh, yeah, whatever, whatever the case. But uh, you got to cater to the tsunami crowd. They ain't sweating, bleeding through. You know what I mean? They want to see. You could have had the crow mags, the typical thing. A Murphy's Law, get no redeeming, get this band, get that band. They want hard to traditional hardcore music. That's all. Not like dudes that wear a fucking eyeliner. It was a mistake. You know, what are you going to do? In my opinion. I didn't book anything, so, you know, I'm just critiquing Monday morning quarterback. Is that what you call it? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it was a fun weekend. Had a good time. And uh, did a lot of stuff since then, you know. Yeah, big gap since the fucking podcast, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You a lot of gaps. Uh, you guys are slipping, Griffin. Look, I'm getting a call from Joe Harcourt. What's he saying? Should you I want to be him? on the air? Yeah, put him on the air. Hope he don't say nothing racist. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Joe. Joe, you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Oh, yo, we're doing a podcast. What are you doing? Oh, you did the jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Mad Joe's here saying he'll take you anytime. He probably will. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Yo, Joe had a good uh, idea for us to make rash guards. Print them, print them uh, wisdom and change rash guards. You want to do it? No, this is Joe. Joe Harcourt had the idea. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're going to do it. But, yo, let me hit you up later when we're done. All right, tell, tell Joe's on my missing him, and I hope to uh, get some uh, lessons. Tell him I'm coming to the Steve Maxwell seminar. He's coming to the Steve Maxwell seminar. That's so, that's so long from now. We got to roll before that. Got to roll before that. Yeah, if we'll you, do something before If that. you guys want, you could do the Rich Man Cuso seminar. I'll send you both flying. All right, <laughs> 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 I have one on the podcast, all right? All right, man, peace. What a all good right. kid. What a good kid, huh? 
I'm so glad he's doing jujitsu, man. Nah, I don't like that. He, he sent me a. He really was a cool, brawler. Uh, he had hands. Now he's he rolling does. around. Nah, he still does. Now he's, he's touching adding, butts. He's just adding to his repertoire. What's going on? He's touching butts, though, Joe. I don't like this. Yeah, every now and then you gotta touch a little butt. Yeah, a woman butt, not a guy butt. Come on. Yo, do a Kavanaugh, not a not a Richard Simmons, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck is going? On? <laughs> nah, what are you gonna do? That's big news. Chris came in fuming today about Kavanaugh. You know, Chris is very liberal. Came in fuming about Kavanaugh. Yeah, I don't like that cat, man. I don't like his earlobes. I don't like it either. But yo, what can you do? What can you? Do? This is like a crazy non-issue. Yeah, like 35 years nuts. ago, him and a handful of people said he did nothing. 35 years ago, a woman and a handful of people said he did something. Like, where could it really go? That's what I just don't know. I don't like him. I don't like that type of person. I don't like privileged, goofy frat boys who think people owe them and are, you know, snotty attitudes. I, yeah, he thinks but, he's entitled to fucking whatever yeah, he wants, this guy. But it's like, but what can you do? You know what I mean? What the fuck can you do? It's just like he has. I would have open handed him 25 years ago. terrible credibility. Like, we were looking, I was saying that, and they caught yeah, him before but, the Senate, misleading the Senate. On some other issues that date back to the, you know, All right, Chris, you George showed me w. an article. Thing. I just don't know why. You showed me an article, but, get it. but Democrats and Republicans go on and on and say how his his record as a judge is impeccable, and they just want to talk about this thing. From I don't know. It just, it's a crazy it's world we're living in these days. Yeah, it's a Donald Trump shit, you know what I mean? Yo, and speaking to him, how about that fucking news that came out that he's, uh, you know, he was fucking looting, bending tax loopholes and all kinds yeah. of crazy shit to make his money. It's, listen, it's like, who wouldn't have assumed that? And yeah, I mean, it's just like, come on. But his, his, that, you know? his, his boy band groupie fan base, you know, they want to go with the fantasy story that he was giving a measly million from his father and he turned that million into a billion. Yeah. And he's the, a genius in his own time and he has a great Yo, haircut. He already, Trump's lawyers already threatened yeah. that if they continue with the story, you know, dispelling his own his own startup myth that he's going to slap him with all kinds of like liable and yeah. you know, try to shut him up. But it's going to be a hard one, nah, man. Trump's a clown. He's a goofball. He's an idiot. But listen, I mean, it's, it's going to be over soon and maybe somebody else will be voted in. And then I could attack and ridicule them. But you think I'm going to exactly. jump? You think I'm going to jump on a bandwagon for a, a, another version of deadbeat Obama? Broken promises Obama? Lion Obama? No, they're going to give us another clown, but he's going to talk nice and he's going to be a Democrat, so we're going to act like he's doing us a favor. Fucking rats, all of them cunts. I'm done. But Chris likes this stuff. He's a liberal. You know what I mean? He's a liberal. I do, man. I get fired up when I'm watching the TV. I got nobody. I got nothing. I relate to neither side. A long time ago, yeah, I was like, uh, grew up in a family of Democrats. Now, can I back these Democrats? That's hard, man. It's you hard. can't. They're suckers. Joe's got a mouthful of pizza, son. Mm-hmm. That's Benny's pizza. Not bad. A little cold, but right. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. We, me and Joe are on a, uh, Chris isn't in it, but me and Joe are in a special text group called the Pizza Group. Ah. Uh-huh. And uh, what happens in Pizza Group stays yeah, in Pizza yeah, Group. I should not oh, say yeah. Not. I should not say nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I shouldn't say nothing. You already said too much, Richie. You already said too much. We have a friend who loves secrets and secret groups and secret yeah. meetings and sick codes People and shit it. if if you could make a secret out of nothing he's into it <laughs> so right? I, I unfortunately i belong to three secret groups with this guy yeah he loves the three secret different groups. secret groups 
And there's that. It's <laughs> the most bizarre thing ever. He's so crazy. Like, why does pizza, people I've, who like pizza, need a secret group? Yeah. Why wouldn't that be public you knowledge? Can't let, you can't <laughs> let those spots get out to, why for general consumption, Joe. Why would not be public information? Now, how... He's innocently crazy, but he is crazy, right? Oh, 100%. But he's not dangerous crazy. Not dangerous. So we so far. Dude. It's the kind of crazy of um, the it's, guy who... It's a fun crazy. Talks to himself and talks to people around him even when they're not listening. Let's say his life went differently. And he, he didn't join a band that he makes a nice living off of and plays the world and has a good time and... Doesn't need a real, like, a, I shouldn't say a real that's job. A it's clue. a job. And that's it's, a good clue. You're giving too many yeah. clues here, Richie. You're that's giving okay. too many clues. It's still a secret. And, uh, and let's just say you had a person that was just, like, sick of it all and just hit the street. And uh, <laughs> and then would he just be the guy in the subway talking to himself? Like, you think? It's possible, right? Would he be, like, walking around and whispering in people's ears, like strangers, and people like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I think, you, you ever <laughs> see the guys on the subways? And they just like they just start talking, yeah, hoping that someone. Yeah. I don't even know if they're hoping. They're yeah. just hoping someone's listening. I don't think yeah. they even want to like back and forth. Yeah. They just want to be able to talk. I, and someone yo, to listen. exactly that happened on Friday. This past Friday, I flew right to Chicago. I got out of work in Manhattan, took the seven train to the Q seventy bus. Q seventy bus is free right to LaGuardia. While waiting for the Q seventy bus, one bus passed us by and doesn't stop. And this guy's like, see, we're right by. Not even going to stop. See, they're up to something. I'm telling you, they're up to something. And he's like talking to himself, but real loud. And I'm like, for some reason, I'm, I'm like mad. You know what I mean? I'm like, and he keeps <laughs> on talking. And then the bus is well gone now. And he says it again. I'll tell you what, though. They went right by, right by us. And this, this, this like fat black lady was just eyeballing him hard. And he kept on talking. And I just was like, will you just shut the fuck up? And he just didn't even look at me. And he like started, he's still talking, but like whispering. And then the lady said, did you hear him? Shut up. We'll get the next bus. But yo, I don't know why I was so mad at this dude, but he was doing exactly that, like talking, but to nobody. But there's 40 people around. I got to listen to some fucking stranger. We don't know. Talking in the air. Like, you're yeah. going to put me through that? Like I, And I got to sit here to and, and this? submit to you and, and listen to your words? Like It's, you know, it's like a passive-aggressive yeah. move. Yeah. yeah. They're trying Shut to like, the fuck up. I'm not talking. Nobody else is talking. If they are, they're talking to a person. You're talking generally into the air, so we all got to listen. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. And then the lady joined me, and I gave her a little nod. Sister soldier, how you doing? Now, buddy? you guys could talk. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't. It's a good, I gotta, good opportunity. Yeah, I Guess pick. why? Guess who I saw who? the other day? Who? It was sad. Who? I saw the uh, the homeless guy who hates women. Oh, he's in bad shape? He looked like shit, and he wasn't talking at all. He wow. looked so old, and he looked so like... That's a picture of her I took on her. When she, oh, wow. Once she got on the, the, the train. <laughs> that's awesome. She went right down. Yo, she's just that's, out, that's, man. that's somebody you want on your side, though, right? Oh, yeah, Totally. But yeah, um, he, he was old, huh? Yeah, he looked old, and he looked like you know. Obviously, he's been living on the streets, and he uh, looked like it now. Still back talking, then, like sounding halfway intelligent. No, he wasn't talking at all. Oh, he was dead that's silent. a bad sign. Yeah, that's bad. Fuck, man. So we couldn't have on a podcast. We spoke about him before on the podcast <laughs> at least once. Yeah, this guy hates women. And, and he and has football. a voice, and he hates football. <laughs> yeah, it's the only things I ever heard him talk about. And he has a voice like. Denzel Washington on his best day. Yeah. 
like a classic radio voice. announcer, but not like the low version, the high pitch version, like yeah. that. You know, he's good. Everything's so crystal clear. Good vocabulary. And I've seen him. I've seen him get women so mad. Oh yeah, with of strangers who. Most people ignore crazy people when they're talking. Yeah. 98% of everybody ignores crazy people. But every now and then, somebody like takes it too seriously or hears yeah. it the wrong way. Because you're not sure if he's crazy. Yeah. Because he's so well-spoken. Right, right. You know? So this guy would just sit in the subway with like a little can, like trying to get money <laughs> for his hateful rhetoric against and he would women. always have a rolled-up newspaper. Yes. He was definitely reading it, too. Yeah. He was like a smart dude. Yeah. But so he would say, as an example, he would say, this was one of my favorite things I ever heard him say, never let a woman into your bedroom. That's exactly The I minute said. you turn your back on her, she will rob you. She will steal from you. She will take everything <laughs> you have and leave you with nothing. Yeah. And so he would say things like this for yeah. just rant for like 10, 15 and minutes. And then he would do a little laugh in between sometimes, right? Yeah. He'd be like, a woman in my bedroom? Ha! Never. <laughs> One time when I was there, he said, he said, the woman will find something on you, and they will hold it against you days, months, maybe years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, this dude's hard. So I heard him say things like that, and, I've, and, and women just passing by would be like, what did you say? Yeah. What did you say about women? <laughs> and they're having a full-on like, argument with someone. He's not even like paying attention. Yeah, he he's even, just like, keeps he talking. He almost doesn't even know anyone else is there. Yeah, he's it's just like talking that. Yeah, for the love of hate. Yeah, like he doesn't make any eye contact. He just talks. And then he goes on spurts about the NFL and how dumb those guys are. And Yeah. You know, and and man, it's crazy seeing a not homeless person argue and debate know, a yeah. crazy homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> and he like, doesn't even go back. Wow, though. you, you look even crazier yeah. than they do right now. You know, and he looks like he's bad shape though now. Yeah, I haven't he seen looked, him in years. He looked really bad, man. Damn. He looks so old and like. Where'd you see him? Like seven train area? Looking. No, I saw him uh, on in Times Square. 39th Street and 7th Avenue. Outside? Outside. Like at the steps of the train. Oh, like okay, like okay. he was about to go down or he was walking up. I don't know. Fuck, man. Poor dude. But yeah, he didn't He didn't look good. Yo, man. you notice how many more homeless people are in New York? Do you see that or no? Uh, I I don't know. I'm like working where there's always a ton. So I like I'm working like right by Port Authority. So there's always yeah, like a million I mean, of them. Two years ago, three years ago, it wasn't like that. Even by Port Authority. Yeah, like it's yo. I don't know if it's that mayor who probably Chris worships because he's a Democrat. But yo, there's homeless people all over New York. Like you know, there's always homeless people, and and mad ones with pitbulls, dogs and fucking shit. I don't know what's going on. It's like a little army. They got a little yeah, army dude. going on, Chris. Hmm. The De Blasio army. Is that uh, what it is? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, what do you? I mean, what could you do when you didn't see them? Like, why didn't you see them? Were cops arresting them? Like, I don't know what you... It's kind of a free country, so if you want, could you just fucking sleep on a sidewalk if you want? Like, you can, right? I think so. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want nobody homeless, but... I know that was like a beef with Giuliani is that he was arresting homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see them. That's getting them off the streets, out of sight, out of mind. But he made it more like, uh, you know... Yeah. Like, safe, at least well, to, the, to the eyes. I never had, I never had beef with homeless dudes... Maybe words, you know what I'm saying? But just two days ago, I went to one of 99% pizza joints, 
And I didn't have I, I had two fifty, so I'm like, oh, perfect. I, that's what I had in my pocket, two fifty and a credit card, you know. So I'm getting two slices of coke for two fifty, beautiful. And then this little Puerto Rican dude is homeless. He comes, you got change? You got a dollar? I said, no, I got nothing. You only got a penny? And he's like looking at me hard. I said, did you fucking not hear me? Get the fuck away from me. And he's like, man, why are you so angry? Right? And I'm like, huh? Like, but yeah, but you gotta, you gotta remember they're kind of crazy. Yeah. But you have a defense mechanism, you know what I'm saying? And mine kicked in because he was like looking at me hard, and then he turns around on me. <laughs> Why do I look so angry? <laughs> like, jeez, man, he flipped it on you. Yeah, you asked me for money. I said, I got nothing. Now you ask me for a fucking penny, and you're eyeballing me. I fucking shoved my extra slice in your mouth, fucking right down your throat. Hey, you want a free pizza? <laughs> no, I was mad though. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you just get offended. But I almost, if I got a dollar in my pocket, I almost always give it away. Almost always. But this dude was like one of them dudes. Yeah, you know. entitled homeless person. Yeah, so I mean, it's that's about the most beef I ever have with homeless dudes. If I ever have beef in the city, it's always with a fucking another construction worker, a fucking dude on the subway. You know what I mean? But I shoved a homeless dude one time, Joe. But he was like pushing up on me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he, I felt him on my shoulder. Like he wasn't that close. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was like right up on me, and I turned oh. around and I shoved him because it was like I, I thought he was trying to like go in my pockets. Yeah. Or so what do you do? Did he say anything? No, he just fell on the ground. Oh damn! You shot him like that hard? Yeah, he hit Man. the pole. It was in. The, it was on it a train. Launched him, and he hit the pole in the middle yeah. of the train. Yeah, like the you know the the the, the pole, like the stripper pole. Yeah, in the yeah, middle. yeah. And he hit that, and then fell to the ground. Were and people acting like they didn't see nothing? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not minding my own <laughs> business here. No, I think two black people fighting. I really think he was trying to like <laughs> take something from me. Yeah, probably. Cuz it was too like he was too close. There was no reason for yeah. anybody to ever be that close. Yeah, you fucking rat scoundrel. It's not like a crowd. What are you trying train. to pull? So I had to give him a shove. That's why I always got that box cutter ready to go, baby. Ready to dec- decorate somebody's cheekbone, you heard? But you got to be careful. You don't want to do that to a crazy guy. No. Like a homeless crazy guy, you know, but then there's dangerous crazy people. There's dangerous crazy. There's desperate crazy. Which there's takes like us back to the original hungry, crazy. Hungry crazy. The you crazy know? guy from our secret pizza group. Yeah. Should I expose him? Nah, I can't. I no, can't. we can't expose him. He would be so upset. Yeah. I wonder if anybody got my hints. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Richie. Ah, Richie. No, but he's a good guy and he's a lot of fun. But yeah, we have a secret pizza group. Secret pizza group. I also belong to a secret bald group gotta be the same guy secret I, yeah i heard yeah, about that sure. one secret bald person group he's relentless with that yeah he's so relentless Sick. how about when nobody's biting and he still keeps going and going and going and going and going <laughs> right yeah sometimes he he will reignite something that's like yeah. like a dying uh flame yeah. he'll reignite it and do you ever see how he looks for like he looks for like allies the way he does it yeah right? he's, he's back door a little back door he's kind of back door dealings yeah oh shit anthony wants to call me right now let's see here yes anthony young Ant. anthony on speakerphone who's julie she's got some problems julie's working maybe you got no power let's see what's going on we here. gotta save you anthony what's up buddy what's up you all right you're on the podcast I have the phone up against the microphone. Cool. Say something to the people. What's up? What can I help you with, my son? Uh, nothing. I was just calling. See how the podcast is going. It's going good. Ah, what a sweet guy. 
I think you're really calling to make sure that I'm not staying too late and that I come home soon. He'll be home in a couple hours. <laughs> How are the dogs? Everybody's fed and doing all right? Yeah. Good. You done your homework? Mm-hmm. Good boy. Good you kid. got your progress report yesterday? Yeah. Tell everybody the news. All A's. Wow. Wow. A's. Excellent. This guy's a regular Einstein. Seventh grade math. Wow. Seventh grade English and literature. Seventh grade science. Science. Seventh grade physical education. Whoa. <laughs> all A's. Usually if you go with physical education, I'll go with science. Boy's killing it. He's an all around yeah. specimen. He's an all around uh, renaissance man. Nice. Good kid. Does he get some kind of reward or no? When the report, the actual report card comes, he'll get he'll get a little bonus. What do you mean bonus? A little family bonus. Take him know? to a movie. We uh, I'll take care of him. You you allow him not to clean the garage one night a week. <laughs> all right, Anthony. I'm gonna hang up. You all right? You need anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Want some pizza? Want me to bring you home some pizza? Sure. All right. It's from Benny's. Cool. All right. I'll see you soon, buddy. Bye, I love you. Oh, damn, he didn't say I love you. Rotten kid. You kidding? Oh, Oh, there it is. Okay, there you go. Okay, cool. (laughs) Now, does he got a girlfriend? Is it that age yet where he got a girlfriend? He's he's right at the edge there, yeah. I don't know. Yeah? You know what's weird? I was was asking him about that the other day. Uh Uh-huh. And I said, I was like, how's the seventh grade going? Did you meet any new people? You know, but I was like prying for information. Yeah, like that. good pops, good. And he brought up something that was very bizarre to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I can understand it because I know the way people are, but it's fucking weird, man. He goes, "There's a lot of girls in my school who are cutting their wrists, specifically their wrists." And I was like, "What?" And I, I asked him if there was any girls he liked. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you know, there's something weird going on in my school. He said, there's a lot of girls that are cutting their wrists. Hmm. The fuck kind and of I drug thought, I'm like, wait a minute. Do you like a girl that cut her, her, her wrists? And he's like, no, 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 no. It just reminded me that there's a lot of girls in my school that are cutting their wrists and they'll come in with bandages on. But they're he goes, I think one girl they're did faking. it. Like, she got for some real. Attention. She got and some- everybody... Yeah. was you know going crazy over her yeah. so now all the other girls are imitating this weird behavior <laughs> to get attention wow. because so that's f- how you get fucking attention yeah. you got to do anything yeah that's and i fucking insane so i that's said the, yeah i was like i don't know why i'm i said i maybe it's like this girls especially around that age for the rest of your life it's a competition mm. it's non-stop competition for attention yeah. Unless you're so confident as a as a girl or a woman that you're above that. Hmm. But in your average run of the mill girl or your low ends, <laughs> the low ends. Okay? <laughs> From the middle the big to the low moments. ends. You are in non-stop competition for yeah. attention. And in such a crazy way that you would even do something like that like harm yourself like cut your wrist i bet 90 percent are just putting a bandage on in front no they're cutting yeah. he said they they take a razor blade and they cut 
and they have like bleeding, like cut marks. So he said they have like scabs all over the wrist, and you see girls with scabs on their on their arms and wrists and shit. Wow. And I re- remember like cutters. That was like a thing yeah. a couple years ago. Always was. Is it? Not, was I it? mean, it was. I don't remember. It, it definitely high- wasn't the mainstream thing. It was outliers, and I don't remember in. I remember that when we were in ago. school. Yeah. Like I don't remember that. I had a when couple. From of them. High I even remember uh, Breakfast Club. The, there was a cutter in the mix. You know what I mean? It's just been around, but they weren't the mainstream. Popular kids weren't doing that shit. Well, now to get attention, you do. The, that's yeah. like the easiest way. So yeah. now think of it. Instead of going through all the hassle of buying expensive clothes and changing your personality yeah. and trying to be likable and yeah. this and that and going through all that hard work just to fail and just to compete at this. Now all you got to do is cut your wrists. Yeah, everybody's all over you. Why don't these young girls just go to being back to being slutty and then everybody will give them attention and... You don't that's, have to cut yourself. That's probably coming around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure that's no, like that's, in the mix too, eventually. Listen, I, Chris, don't you love how we are authorities on females? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's weird though. Well, no, I, I explained it like that. I said yeah. it's it's probably just a competition for attention. Yeah. And that's the only reason why you would do something like that. Yeah. But I said it look for a girl that doesn't seek attention, that's confident. Like that's a a, good a perfect girl. girl for him to look at. Think Adrian Balboa. Uh, isn't Come she on. a retard? There's a <laughs> hey Rock, take her to the zoo. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> I heard retards like the zoo. You're a retard. Oh Yo, my we, god! Uh, we shot our vi- our uh, music video, the last uh, uh, already dead, right in front of that Snooki's gym. No, right by the pet shop yeah, too. Though. Yeah, yeah. That scene where where Cody's walking and Jared walks in front of her. Yeah, that's right in front of the pet store. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know if that's the right the right girl. I don't know, Adrian. She I, she didn't strike me as confident. No, she wasn't. She's but that's nerdy. the kind of girl you want. You don't want a confident girl that's going to, uh, you know, go against your words. <laughs> I'm, I would, I would, I'm pushing him to go for a confident girl because no, he's a confident dude. You want, if I talk to Anthony, I say, you want a confident girl that would look you right in the eye, looks others right in the eye, yeah. listens, and then responds, listens, and then responds, doesn't overreact, doesn't underreact, doesn't take the last piece of chicken, doesn't barely eat anything because you got to stay nice and slim. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> no, the first stuff though. You're right. You yeah. You want a, <laughs> and you want a smart. I want to see where you're going with this chicken thing. You want a smart. You have an interest. That a chicken. smart girl. You want a smart girl. Of course. Yeah, man. It's important because you. Adrian became a good wife. She, yeah. Because then she became confident. You know, Rocky gave her some confidence. There you go. She he had to. Yeah. She had to go down. fight her brother who was yeah. keeping her down. That yeah. was her her final break of but the bondage. She was never looking for attention. You know, she was never vindictive. She was always a good woman, Adrian. She wasn't looking for attention though because she thought she was ugly. Maybe. And that is not a great quality. Maybe she so wasn't. I mean, look, Rocky she, lucked she out. She was a little ugly. Rocky lucked out. She wasn't though. She just had ugly clothes on. Well, she had the she had her hair up because she looked on. great in The Godfather. I love in the movies when they just undo the hair and take the glasses off, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, so like whoa, music starts playing. What just happened. <laughs> like the whole time, I'm like, yo, 
Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I hope the people damn. heard that. Nah, it's crazy thunder here. It's storming all over the place. It's the beginning of October. This is Pennsylvania. There's spirits everywhere. There's goblins. There's ghouls. There's ghosts. There's gore. There's cemeteries. It's bad news, and we're ready. This is going to be a scary October, boys. You know that, right? I know. Yeah, I, I, I can feel that. it. This is, not, feel this is not Arkansas. This is not New York. This is not Minnesota. This is Pennsylvania. Home. Home of the haunted house. Spirits. Exactly. The first ever haunted house in America is the in Pennsylvania. The first recorded zombie, the first uh, accredited recorded yeah. zombie in America was in Pennsylvania. Braddock, Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. Oh. Uh, Braddock, I mean. Yeah. Well, right outside of Pittsburgh. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's true. This is Pennsylvania. This is, it's, I've always said it's an eerie, creepy, crazy We have place. a town called Erie. Erie. Come on, What people. more else do you need to know? We have a canal called Erie. Erie. We got a lake it's called Erie. Right. That's how scary this shit is. Yeah. From the west Pennsylvania to east Pennsylvania. It's a, it's a spooky place, man. You ever go to New Hope? I have. There's really a, cool town. There's a store called the Creeper Store. You ever? The Creeper Store. Check, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's, listen, what it just is what it is. And now it's October. Things are going to start happening. I mean, Chris yeah. is probably going to have another episode of the sleep uh, paralysis. Uh, yeah, I hope Oof. not, man. Which Oof. means, basically, he's visited by an evil Pennsylvania spirit that puts him into permanent paralysis. That's right. Rube tries to assault me. It's going to be the ghost of Rube. Yeah. He's going to come back. And gigantic strength. Joe, do you have any plans on going to the haunted house by you? Listen, I I hate haunted houses. I know you You do. You know this. The family doesn't like it. Anthony wants to go to a haunted house this year. Take him to that one. I I suggested, why don't you go with your friends and I'll just take you and I'll sit in the parking lot and then when you come out. But don't you want to see them get scared? No, I don't care about that. I love that. I don't care one bit. I, I hate it. I hate being scared. Yeah, you're not going to be scared. And you're the papa. You're going to see I them scared. I can choose to remove myself and say, wait, I don't need to feel this. I can just wait oh, you over think, here. See, there Do you, you think go. you'll get scared? I don't know. I just don't like being startled. I don't like the whole, mm. I don't like haunted houses. Yeah, no, you that, don't one, that one scared, by your house is, is. Richie took me to a haunted scary. house. His first ever. My first ever haunted house. Also my first Christmas. Because your religion didn't allow you to go to haunted houses. That's right. No, oh, I got some. I got some news on that that we could finish up strong oh, with. Cool, cool, cool. But uh, Richie took me to a haunted house, my first time ever. I couldn't believe and he'd never been to a haunted. It was Halloween. Halloween's a big deal for normal people, but if you're in a, a cult that is definitely scared of Halloween, you can't do shit. You could barely even mention his name. We would not drive on Halloween. Really. Wow. In my in my family, I don't know if that's like a general rule of Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah. but in my house, we would be home with the lights off, the outdoor yeah. porch light like, off, and you're in the house. Almost like there's like evil spirits yeah, out like there. There's evil things happening around wow. you outside in the world. Yeah, what a fucking sick maniac. Uh, so first time in a haunted house. Pretty funny. We went through like a room or two, you know, and I'm like, oh fuck! This I was sucks, excited you know? to see how Joe would react. And Freddy Krueger jumps out right yeah. in my face. Yeah, and I punched Freddy Krueger right in the punched face. Punched the guy that was acting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just a reaction, just a know? quick jab, like Bow. boom. And I said, "I'm sorry." Right away, I was like, "Ah, I'm sorry." And um, yo, he the they, dude came out like, "Ah, boom!" And the guy's like, "Come on, man, really, man." I don't get paid enough for this shit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freddie started talking all normal. Yeah, he's like, you seriously, man? Come on. 
I was dying laughing. I felt bad for the dude. But it wasn't like a knockout punch. It was like a quick, my hand went up, boom. I just you know, wanted like, to get him away from me, like get yeah. out of my face. like. And right I, there, yo, Joe was just real bummed out the rest of the walk through there, but he's still getting scared around every corner, yeah. but trying not to hurt anybody. Scared and sad. That's like the worst combo. <laughs> <laughs> I took Kira to a haunted house when she was seven. It was like a haunted hayride. Oh, yeah? I think you might have been there. Yeah, I was there. In Reader? Yeah. In, uh, or in uh, Chestnut Hill Park? Yeah. And she she cried the whole time, <laughs> and I had to pretend like I was like you know like oh it's okay. I'm, Meanwhile, but I'm scared. like scared of death. <laughs> and I was, oh, she was like had her head in my shoulder. She heard your heart beating too. And by the time scared. we got back, like it was just a gigantic wet spot on oh, my shoulder from her oh, tears. No. I was like, girl, you owe me a new jacket. And yeah, that was crazy, but. I, that that might be the last time. I think I might have been in a haunted house two, so you got no maybe interest? three times. You got no interest? Nah, I'm just not interested. My interest is just the people I'm with. I want to see them frightened and I horrified. Told, I told him I would go with him, but I'm hoping that he'll just go with his friends. If but if he, if he has to go with I'll go me, with I'll go with If me. you don't want to go. You know? But I make it worse. When I'm in the line and I see like younger people, little kids, you know that thing I do where I start, yeah. I start reciting fake stuff. I'm like, oh, did you hear what happened last year here? That one guy had a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the two people went in there and they never even came out and then you can see like little kids start like they get real quiet they're not talking to their mother no more they're looking up at me <gasps> I try to I try to I, om- I almost work at the place when I go you know what I mean <laughs> you're an unplayed volunteer yeah. I try to run ahead of the crowd scare my own group yeah what are you gonna do so listen I wanna tell you guys some crazy thing that I did uh oh I don't know if I did the right thing or not did you kill the person no oh, right. go ahead then uh, we spoke about my the situation with my sister, yeah, being uh, this fellowship Jehovah's Witness. Mm. <clears throat> that situation was agitated, I guess you could say. <clears throat> oh. Sorry, my throat's getting crazy over here. Hold on, let me get a drink of water before I finish this story. Go get a water. Chris, don't get nervous. The guy's getting water. Be right back. Chris starts playing with the knobs. He's muting things. We, you have to, you know. <laughs> I got to be in command here, Rich. I got to be in command. Chris, what do you think the story's going to fucking be? He's going to be something crazy or what? I think it will be something oh, crazy. Oh, he's back. He's coming back. I'm saying that. I wonder what he's going to be. I wonder if he did. He smacked anybody. We'll see. Okay. okay. He's back. So, <clears throat> the situation with my sister got ag- uh, aggravated, agitated, or aggravated. I don't know. Whatever. It got es- escalated at a funeral of my, my uh, Uncle Bruce, mm. where... We were at a funeral, and my parents refused to acknowledge my sister at a funeral. And seeing, I hadn't seen this with my own two eyes in so long. I kind of forgot how like cruel it is, you know. And I forgot, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot that I'm like directly, <clears throat> directly involved in this situation too. Could you explain why they don't do that to you, but they do it to her? It's a technicality. It's literally a technicality where I never got baptized. And so. I'm, I'm a, a, a rarity because from the time I was 10, 11, I was getting nonstop pressure from the, the elders in the church where they come, they basically harass you about getting mm-hmm. baptized. They harass you and harass you and harass you. Mm-hmm about getting baptized because they almost feel like you're at an age where you could go one way or the other so they want to like it's like a, it's like now an advertising campaign yeah 
So they're just like blasting you with like nonstop harassment about like, oh, come on, you so should get baptized. technically you were never baptized, so your parents are technically allowed to deal with you. They don't maybe treat you like a normal son, but they don't ignore you if you're around. And, right. And technically she was baptized. My sister did get baptized so at an early the, age. By the rules, she has to be Once she's ignored? disfellowshipped. Okay. And you're, once you're baptized, you're eligible to be disfellowshipped. Okay. So that's the difference. That's the thing. So I was never baptized. Mm-hmm. So I will never be disfellowshipped. So therefore, I'm like- They treat you okay like a civilian. To, so I'm okay to talk to. Like a civilian almost. Right. Okay. So my parents ignored my sister at a funeral where- you know, at a at a funeral, more than any other time, you should be like making amends with people, mm-hmm. and you know, disgusting, despicable. So it was hard to see it. It was it sucked, like witnessing like my own parents doing something like this. It really was like to their own kid, hurtful, and it reminded me that I'm like directly involved in this thing. Like at at eleven years old, we were told to forget we had a sister mm-hmm. which is fucking insane insanity blood that's, that's fucking crazy that's crazy disregard for blood you forget her until she's, mm-hmm. she's until she does what we want her to do yeah crazy crazy so it's been eating at me eating at me for months now and uh i had an idea i got and it started to like grow and grow and kind of like fight fire with fire you know what i mean Mm. so if this is the language that you speak Mm -hmm. i can only speak to you in that language you know Mm. what i'm saying something they can understand so i came up with the idea and an incident occurred where uh my sister i was at my sister's house who we explained a few episodes ago now lives near across the street from my parents house wow and power move my sister invited them over mm-hmm. to a barbecue mm. they didn't respond of course and i ah, was there at my I, sister's house it's fucking mind-blowing yeah, yeah really i could is, see man. their i could see their house they didn't respond I'm, I'm on the grill flipping burgers and i could i'm looking at my parents house oh my god and my dad's mowing the lawn what oh, mowing man. the lawn fucking religion but pretending that this isn't happening right yeah. across the street so a couple other things happened also that that got me like ready like to to for battle for to pull the trigger on this so i called my dad first he didn't answer i called my mom she answered and she was kind of excited to talk to me because i haven't really talked to her in a little while Uh i've been ignoring her screening her calls Mm. and so i explained to her that what you're doing to your daughter is one of the most cruel things i can even imagine you doing to to your own kid it's Mm. the most cruelest thing that's why in prisons the worst thing you could do is put somebody in solitary Mm. just treat them like less than like human don't you exist. don't exist that's torture mm-hmm. so you've been doing this for 30 years to your firstborn child and i said that's shameful and i'm ashamed of you wow and i said so until you change your lifestyle i'm 
disfellowshipping you. Whoa! Wow! Wow! Spin a rule, baby. Wow! Yeah. You know the saying: the hottest spot in hell is reserved for he who remains neutral in time of crisis. Mad Joe chose not to remain neutral. That's very true. Mad Joe chose the side of truth and family and blood and loyalty. Yes. So that was it. And I said, if you want, if if Dad wants to hear it from me, I'll tell him. He could call me, and I'll talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. But I said, from now on, did until, she say, "I'm sorry, you feel that way"? Yes. How did, did I know? She said a lot of crazy things. I'm sorry, you feel that way. And uh, no, she was crying. She was really emotional about mm-hmm. it. That probably hurt you, right? That probably hurt. Yeah, you. it sucked. Yeah, that's probably hurt you. But that's uh, that's it, man. Incredible. If you if you want to play that game, then you're just fellowship too, because. Yeah. You told your 11-year-old son, your 8-year-old son, and your 3-year-old son to forget that they had a sister. Yo, how does anyone in 2018 believe in any sort of religion? Like, how? You know what I mean? It just blows my mind. Is that bad of me to say? And I'm, I'm talking to everybody. Like, all right, if you want to go to church for the fucking hangout and, you know, the, you know, the kind of like whatever you want to call it, the, the bond, you know, it's like it's almost like joining a base a softball team and, you know, you're seeing the same people once a week. And make yeah, it's some, a scene. It's yeah, a scene. Yeah, it's a scene. But now when you have rules like that involved in your scene that go so far uh, that they demand that you stop talking to your own son or daughter, or child. How don't you just examine everything right there and say, "This is bullshit. I'm not going out." I, I did like coming here. I did like going to the Kingdom Hall. I did like hanging out. But now they're telling me I can't. Like, what is wrong with people, man? Yeah, that's crazy. Still, man. like, is as smart as humanity is. We got these cell phones. We got these speakers. We're talking into a computer in front of Chris. You got a hand on a mouse. We're still so dumb and so primitive. Yeah, there's like things that we react to. Like you can't help it. Yeah. Certain there's certain needs that you, everybody has to fill within themselves. There's like a need to feel some sort of yeah. belonging. There's a need to like <laughs> feel like you know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like you're steering the ship. There's a need for like love. There's mm-hmm. needs for you know identity. Identity. Yeah. There's all these things that we need to fill. Church yeah. takes care of a lot of those. Yeah. But. Like I wish we could just examine it. I wish we would stop defending faiths like that. Look at all the stuff that just went down with these child molester priests. And I guess what? People still show up to a Catholic church on a Sunday. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not only that. Even with Islam, Judaism, it's all bullshit. But you have random defenders of this religion. It's like that religion. It's just, if people could, I don't like the Beatles, but imagine if all the people Right, remember that song? Isn't that a Beatles song? John yeah. Lennon. Yeah. I'm saying I'm giving them props. I'm not a Beatle fan. The first boy band. I think it's just John Lennon. Oh, this is John Lennon? Not the Beatles? I don't think it's the... Okay, I don't think good, it's good, the, good. Even better. But imagine that if we just stopped giving blind allegiance to phony faiths that strangers tell us are true and we've never experienced or seen or heard the word in our own ears. And if we did, we pretended or we were mentally ill. Because it's fake, it's a phony, it's a fraud. And 
I have religious friends and family and this and that, and I hate to, you know, you do your religion if it makes you feel good. But once it starts making you make choices like that, how can you ever justify it? Yeah. You, and you can the only reason you really have. You, you can like reason and use logic and use like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. clear cut logic yeah. that you can't argue with. It's just like, bam. Okay. Yeah. That, but if matter. you're blinded by like yeah. a religion, it, you can't hear logic. It's it almost, doesn't matter. Scientical doesn't thinking. Matter. Yeah. When you, when you're, yeah. and you you open yourself up to the possibility of what you could, I guess you call it magical thinking where it's just like you know you'll rationalize it or you know interpret it it's God's will that we have to yeah. do this this is what you could you know and some of these people are so smart and they can recite every verse and tell you who said what imagine if they put that effort into something that was true imagine if they read a science book or they 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 put all that effort into you know, into a certain science, uh, into aerodynamics, into brain surgery, but instead they fill their head with memorizing fantasy. Yeah, you might as well be a Harry Potter expert and be able to tell me the third sentence of this the sixth book of Harry Potter. Like it just you wow. know, yeah. such, yeah. Yeah. such a good analogy, analogy yeah. because in in the Jehovah's Witness Church, every kingdom hall church whatever it's called they call it a kingdom hall every single one has a library in the back Mm -hmm. and every book in that library is written by them Mm -hmm. there's no books in the library from that you would find in a in your public library yeah it's all no opposing view there's no opposing view there's no uh there's no debate there's no room for anything so if you have a question for an elder you could sit in front of the elder. You could say, Elder so-and-so, I, I would really don't understand. How could this make sense? Blah, blah. He'll say, listen, don't get it from me. Go into the library. Exactly. <laughs> wow. The library filled with bullshit. So it's they, your own book. So they talk about research all the time. And they say, do the research. Yeah, do the, do research. the research. It's very important to them that they that their and people are well, well researched. It's sitting in the in the, the library paid for by the Jehovah Witness and he reads it and he's like, Oh, the elders justified it. It's true. Yeah. <sighs> and yeah. Look around, look at the walls. That's Who, incredible. Where are you? Magical You're in the thinking. Kingdom Hall. Yeah. Remember what uh what um Teddy Atlas was saying about the the big dinner with the boxing officials? Yeah, exactly. Paid, yeah. paid for by the promoter. Yep. It's it's like that. It's just like Yeah. You can't. There's no opposing, true opposing view. There's no, there's no research. There's, uh, there's no, no research outside thing. idea. It's all internal. It's all set up. It's all a scam. Yeah. So. You did the right thing, Joe. Very I, uh, hard, very difficult. It was very difficult right to thing. do. It sucks. And I don't know. I have a feeling that it's not going to end for a long time. But. I mean, I might be. Like, like, I don't want to be down. It could, it might it be could it. go on. Yeah, it could go on for, for you know. Because, I mean. Definitely. If they needed you to do that for them to change, great. But I mean, geez, it's if, like if, if it's just the own idea of their own daughter being next to them and they don't even acknowledge her isn't enough. Yeah, then I wonder how anything could be enough. Yeah, it's out like it, it was trying. I'm trying to like shock them into like yeah. Oh shit! What did we do? Oh no! What have, what did we do? That's what I'm trying to do is like shock them into like understanding that I, you're hurting. I know you hurt. You fucked a whole lot you of did other the, things you did, up. You did the best thing that you could do. Yeah, it was like my only power but it's play. Still not guaranteed. But still, 
No, yeah. but it was the only. It was my only. My, I don't know. Maybe there's other things, but it's the only thing no. I could think of to there do. There are other things, but there's no still stronger being move. Like loyal yeah, that's a power move to my man. sister. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to move forward and build like something with my sister. And <laughs> you basically gave the family its own identity, and you disfellowshipped them from their real actual identity, not the fantasy church that they just mingled into when they were young and decided it was the truth because they believed the fairy tale. Right. They actually left their real identity to pursue fiction. And that's yeah. sad. So I can no longer yeah. enable it. Yeah, no, you like did. when you that's when you see other uh, things, but that's the strongest thing you could have did that I can't imagine. When you see an intervention on TV, mm-hmm. And it's like that that moment where they write the letter and they read it to them, and it's like the this day I'm offering you help. If you no longer, if you don't accept this, I can no longer enable That's you. It. I can no longer have you in my life. I can, you know what I mean? It's, you it was like this fellowship, painful moment for everybody. But like my my mother was, well, not religious, but a spiritual lady. But if I would have did anything, if I would have killed a baby, she would never turn her back. Just wouldn't. It wouldn't be a possibility. But that's because she didn't, I think, she was spiritual, but she never fell into a religion. You know what I mean? That religion stuff fucks people up, fucks good people up. You know what I mean? How many families do you know that torn apart from the religion? A lot. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Like families get broken up. Just naturally. Yeah. There's already enough without, to deal with. Without having crazy religion on yeah. top of it. But when you put that in the mix. Now you have fictional pressures that aren't even in, a, in an actual relationship. And, and you know, maybe the wife is like, yeah, it's a little extreme. And the husband says, extreme, that's the word of God. And now you got beef over some fantasy shit. Yeah, Seriously? Now you're fighting with each other. Now you're, yeah. You're fucking weirdos. So, yeah, that's what's going on in my... Uh, a little bit of glimpse like into you my You did the right thing. Life, Harm's man. hard. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do, man. Uh, yeah. I'll keep you all posted on uh, progress <laughs> or lack yeah. of. I wonder if your pops will hit you. Oh, he probably won't. He, yo, this was weeks ago. Yeah. And he hasn't hit me up. Yeah, because he, so, he's more of a hardened, hard-headed dude. Maybe my mom didn't tell him, but I think he just won't hit me up. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? You're flipping burgers, looking at him. He's mowing along like he don't know anybody around. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Fuck, That's a. Man. Even if I was like as a friend and I was like mad at you, I'd still be like, Joey! Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You'd come over and eat a burger, begrudgingly. Yeah. That is great. Yeah, Go home. That burger, burger was shit. Fucking cocksucker. Joe could never cook a good burger. <laughs> I cooked. I, oh, man. I cooked some good burgers. Yo, I love a good Sausage. burger. Man. I love a good burger. Ah, what are you going to do? Nah, it's it sucked. I, like, honestly, that whole day was like. I'm yeah. I'm trying to have fun and I'm trying to like enjoy my time here, but like, yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. It sucks, man. Yeah, I wish she didn't move there. You know what I mean? It's a I I don't. But know. she did her know. own version of a move. She's trying to yeah. She's trying yeah. to like find her own way. She's trying to like yeah. find you, a connection. You think this you will know? help? She thought, geez, if I live right here and I'm willing and ready to give them a hand when they need it, I'm of course they'll accept, and they still don't. Yeah. Wow. What are you gonna do? Hopefully, they don't come around after so much you know damage has been done that it's just you know you get a fearic victory out of it. It just doesn't. What's fearic mean? It's like there was a dude. It's like a little historical thing. A guy named Fearus of Epirus, and he won <laughs> a, a battle. He won the battle, 
but the cost of winning was like so devastating that he might as well have just not fought it. Like didn't pay. Everything was destroyed at the end of it. Fear- Did someone army. say Pharos? At what cost? I, he might. I might as well have. Because that's that's where so that Fyrrhic means Fyrrhic victory. a victory that was just, devastating. It was devastating. You won, but it was so devastating and costly to you mm-hmm. that you really came out the loser in the end. At the end of it, when so, so there was, was no winner, but technically you won. Yeah, technically, gotcha. yeah. But you come out. Way Don't worse. you ever call Joe Fyrrhic? But like you know, you hope you hope his parents come around before yeah, they try course. to make prove some point. That, okay, Yo, how much how victory, fun could they terrible. all be having? You know what I mean? Like. Could be an amazing time right I now. I know. Could be an amazing time, but like they got grandkids around, they got their own daughter living right there. They could You're be enjoying. Away. They could be enjoying. It could be a good fucking time. Family like that, making memories like that. And yeah. My dad has also. dreamed. No exaggeration. He has dreamed about having a saltwater swimming pool at and his I, house. Now your dog got. And she has one right across the street. Wow. Saltwater swimming pool in ground. Wow. In ground. Wow. And they're not there he often. He could be over there chilling, swimming. They're all not the there time. often. They're not. Uh, no, they're not. Actually. Give me the keys. So, I told you. I invited in you, the winter. I invite nah, you nah, nah. for a swim. I feel weird, you know, with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little sliding board. I like too. the one pieces, like but they wore in the forties. The guys at the beach. Yeah. With a with a cap. You got to get fixed cap. with the Jew cap. Yo, they have a sliding <laughs> board in the swimming pool. Wow. But I didn't realize like you had like. There's supposed to be like a hose hooked up to the top, so oh, water's yeah. like constantly going. Oh, no, you get burned. Like, Anthony, go down the sliding board. Oh. He jumped up there. Oh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it looked rough. Yeah. And then we we started pouring buckets of water. You down burn your coolie without that. Yeah. All right, Chris, let's wrap it up. Let's try to do it again. All right, don't forget this Saturday in Albany, we're one king down. All that war. October sixth. Hopefully, we get this up before then. Chris is good now. He is I fast. Think so right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. For the next one, let's do questions. Send questions to Joe or Wisdom and Change or anybody. Post America Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at Post America Podcast. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!